everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we examine the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Darren. I'm your co-host, James. I've decided to stick with co-hosts for the rest of the week. I like that. Yeah. I think it works. Possibly indefinitely. Okay. We'll see. Yes, we will. This week we're in minute nine. Today we're and doing by, minute nine. And by this week, I mean today, Thursday... <laughs> Which is not an entire week. I mean, may, I don't know. We're recording this in the past, so maybe by today, the day you're listening to it, maybe today's been a week. It maybe, ha- maybe it has. And if so, I hope you had a good week. Yeah. Today. Which you probably haven't if today is last. It feels like it's lasting an entire week. But what, you know what? It's been a week full of great stuff. I mean, that's true. And you know, either way, it's Thursday, so the week is almost over. Exactly. Um, I have minute, we're doing minute nine. Yep. Which I have starts with laughing at the the Delancey brothers. Mm-hmm. And I have it ending with, I have here, second Delancey runs into David, but then I hadn't done my research, so I didn't know which one it was. It's probably Morris. It's Morris. Yeah. It's absolutely Morris. Yeah. I wrote down, it goes from in the back, you lousy little shrimp, which right. I was trying to find like a line to use yeah. as a touchstone instead of laughing at the Delancey brothers, right. which kind of just happens all the time right on through the end of the chase sequence into the next bit of the song right can we start off with jack's contribution to this whole verbal sword battle uh-huh he says you shouldn't call people lousy little shrimps unless you're referring to the family resemblance in your brother here uh-huh and then racetrack says something probably helpful mm-hmm. and then he says that's right it's an insult to which i wrote in parentheses is it? To, what is the insult that he's not a lousy shrimp, you're a lousy shrimp? Uh, yeah. Okay. Jack is very pretty. He doesn't <laughs> also have to be good at words. Fair point. Plus that bandana's keeping his head on. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Wait, no, it can't be because we saw it untied at the beginning of the movie when it stuck straight out because it's so dirty. <laughs> That's why he has to sleep on his back, mush. Right. Because otherwise his head falls off. Right. I wrote down that this minute has the chase sequence. Yep. And we meet David and Les. I have bios for both of them. And we have a particularly good racetrack line. It's one of my personal favorites, which is, it's not good to do that. It's not healthy. I like that a lot. Which I really think it had to have just been Max Casella ad-libbing. It had to have been. He is very, he is either very good at ad-libbing or very good at appearing to ad-lib. Yeah. He's as good at ad-libbing as he is at appearing to fall off a building. Uh-huh. I would say. If you have not yet watched Blood Drips Heavily on Newsy Square, you really need to. You really should. Because he's very good at pretending to fall off a building. He really, really is. I mean, not to spoil anything. No but... spoilers, but everyone dies. Yeah. Eventually. Except for the one guy. Who will eventually die because old age. Correct. I have one note. I love how David is immediately hostile. What yeah. are you doing? Like, yeah. Dave, you just got here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe this is something normal. Maybe you should take a sec. Yeah. The mouth on him. Just, yeah. Dave, David is such an interesting character. He is. Because you don't want to like him. Right. Because he is, as you said, immediately hostile. <laughs> like, he's just an asshole at the beginning. He really is. But then you can't, like you really can't help but come around to him, as do all of the newsies. Right. And so by the end, you're like, oh, it's David. I love yeah. David so much. And then you go back it's to... It's Davey. Re- it's Davey. And then you go back to rewatch the movie and you're like, why do you suck so bad, Davey? All right. So shall we learn about David and Les? Yeah, let's learn about David and Les. Yeah. I can tell you something about David. Okay. He played uh, the young Tom Hanks in Big. Correct. He also was on a show that I am blanking on the name of, but 
I remember watching an episode of it where he was living in a storage unit. Okay. I think he had run away from his landlord or was having a fight with his roommate, who was also one of the main characters. There was a girl on the show named Azura Sky, which uh, I thought was a really interesting name. I think he may have been uh, this character named Duncan. Yes, yes. Yeah, Zoe show. Duncan, Jack and Jane. That's correct. Thank you, James, for saying the word Duncan, which then reminded me of everything that I forgot in the previous 30 seconds. <laughs> awesome. That's truly impressive. Can I tell you, I watched, it was a very short-lived show, if I recall, and I watched it only because of David Moscow. Sure. He, so this is David Moscow, of course. His top three, Young Josh Bastions, this. And then I, uh, the third one that IMDb listed was he played Kyle in Just Married. The Ashton Kutcher, Brittany Murphy oh. vehicle. Yeah. I never saw that. Oh, well, for for uh, context, Kyle is the friend of Ashton Kutcher's that sends them the, and I'm quoting here, I copied this directly from the Wikipedia page, the Thunderstick A200 sex toy. Okay. That uh, apparently what happens is Ashton Kutcher tries to plug it in to the European plug and uh, blacks out the whole hotel and they have to get a new hotel. Oh, okay. So... That's they have David to Muska. get a new hotel yeah. because the lights went out? They're trying to have their honeymoon, so I guess they need the lights on. I'm not sure. I'm just saying, on please bear with me for the beginning of this statement. On my honeymoon, uh -huh. I did manage to short out the lights in the hotel by plugging in a curling iron. Even though I had an adapter, apparently the wattage was wrong. Ah, uh, gotcha. And so we just called the front desk and said, hey, sorry, we blew a fuse. And they said, no problem, we'll turn it back on. And they did. And we did not have to get a new hotel. However, my curling iron was toast, and I was pretty mad because it was a pretty expensive curling iron. Was it as expensive as the Thunderstick A200 sex toy? I don't know, because I don't know what the price point on the Thunderstick A200 sex toy was. If you know what the price point on the Thunderstick A200 sex toy, James Wilcox, I'm looking directly at you. Because I feel like you're one that would know that. Plus, you're a librarian, and you should be able to ask librarians anything. This is true. Um, let us know. Yeah. At Newsies Minute. On Twitter. Yes. <laughs> please don't. No, please do. No. Yeah. I think I'd like you to, to, to respond to that, with to this, this podcast about this children's movie. I'm reasonably sure that it's a fictional it's sex probably toy. Probably a fi Right. Thunderstick never made an A200. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they stopped at the A199. Right. Which is a terrible name for anything. The Thunderstick A199 <coughs> is a terrible name for anything. True. Les was played by <laughs> Luke Edwards. His top three were Newsies. Uh, Little Big League. Now, this was in a year where there were two movies about children being involved with Major League Baseball. This was the one where he got the team. He oh, he was the owner of the team, not the one with Thomas Hayden. Thomas Ian Nichols. Yeah, Nicholas? where his Thomas Nicholas? Nicholas. I think, I think yeah. it's Nicholas. Where his arm was super fast. Rookie of the year, of course. Yes, and of course, which is also not the one where Thomas Ian Nicholas is a baseball player who goes back in time, which is a kid in King Arthur Arthur's. No, not a kid in King Arthur's court. A Kid in King Arthur's Court was what it was based on, but it was called something slightly different. A Yankee in King Arthur's Court? Oh, no. It was called A Kid in King Arthur's Court based on A Yankee in King Arthur's Court, which was the Mark Twain short story. Okay. 
Yeah, Thomas Ian Nicholas did like a handful of I'm a kid who plays baseball movies yeah. circa this time frame. It's it's where like he, he he would go on circuits and be like, look, if you put baseball as your top thing on your resume, you get baseball movies. I mean, I don't know what, what, what you're all doing wrong. It's really kind of a miracle he wasn't in the Sandlot. It's true. He may have been too old. He may have been. Or not, not old enough. Also true. Or exactly the right age and something else is going on. Those are the options. Uh-huh. Those are the options. <laughs> Luke Edwards was also um, in The Wizard. Uh, so The Wizard starred Fred Savage. Right. Jenny Lewis, who is in Rilo Kylie, And a young Luke Edwards as the titular character uh, whose name was apparently Jimmy Woods in real life, but they called him The Wizard because he was very good at Nintendo games. Okay. And The Wizard was about going to a Nintendo tournament, of course. Sure. And it was where the Nintendo Power Glove was first debuted. Okay. Um, do you know what the Nintendo Power Glove is? I have a vague recollection that there was a glove that yeah. was also a gaming... Yeah. So uh, the wizard, controller. this character played by Luke Edwards, uh, played Mario 3, which was making also its debut, Okay. with the Power Glove, which is ridiculous. You would never, like... It was stupid. It was like, it feels like not the game that you'd use the power glove for, for, but Nintendo was trying to show off both things. So he was like, run, jump on his, like, like the meat Just of his hands. tapping buttons on his hand? There was like a controller on the power glove. I don't know. I, I was slightly too young for, for power glove use, power glove usage. Yeah. The power glove, I assumed that it was more of like a Wii kind of situation. I think it had that too. I don't know. Which seems pretty advanced for the early nineties. Yeah. So um, he was also, speaking of Thomas Ian Nicholas, uh, he was in, uh, Luke Edwards was in American Pie 2 as what high school guy. Really? So that puts American Pie 2, the best American Pie movie, on my list of things to watch again. Really? Yeah, apparently. You probably can't see him. He's probably like in a crowd scene, right? He got credited. I Do will... you think he looks at all the same? He looks pretty good have you looked up luke edwards recently no should i do that right now he looks pretty good i'm gonna do that right while now. you look that up let me tell you a weird interesting fact which one was american pie 2 that was the one where they got the the cabin by the lake and they uh it was stifler's house they were working as painters yes okay he played a character named mikhail in three separate things hello luke edwards yeah yeah, he's he's wow. He's doing all right. I would not have expected him to be this hot. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that's a great headshot, but yeah, but I mean, like he was a cute kid. Yeah, his his but... his chin and face got more chiseled. Yeah, yum. Yeah. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Not really sorry. Right. Like not even a little <laughs> bit sorry. So sorry, he, I'm he, putting my phone down. He played a character named Mikhail. M I K A I L. Okay. Um, like Gorbachev, I guess. Mm-hmm. In three separate things on his IMDb page. Um, Random. They have to be related, though, right? Like, I tried to look on the cast of two of them, and it didn't look like they were in any way related. But surely, surely they are, because surely he didn't get cast as three characters with the exact same Russian name. Maybe they were... Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, he had kind of a Russian orphan waifish look about him as a child. It's yeah. possible that... Yeah. He played a Russian orphan in a lot of things. Like, this is a little boy who looks like he was born to play Oliver Twist. Truth, truth. The, the, they were short, there was, I think, two short movies and a longer movie. The two shorts were called Little Odessa and Dear Babushka. Okay. And the longer one was called The Stooges. 
Okay. So I have it in my head that like the same group made the short things in preparation to make the long thing, but I have no way of knowing if that's true. Yeah, so. man. So that's all I had for this minute. Okay. Uh, was just sort of deep dives on David and Les. I was thinking about doing a research on uh, wooden swords because okay. Les has his wooden sword, but sure. it feels like that isn't going to come up with anything, so I didn't do anything. Yeah. So that's all I have. Okay. We've met David and Les. David is hostile. Les is a child gaping with his mouth open, just sort of like, uh. Yeah. Well, so, he's in awe because he yeah. just saw his Jack hero. Kelly. Bro- older boys can be way much cooler than my my stupid brother David. Yeah. Here's a question. Do you think he was vaguely or not so vaguely aware of Jack Kelly and his awesomeness prior to this moment? Like from having, because presume, well, I guess we find out in a future minute, like presumably they've been newsies for a while. This isn't like their first day, is, is it, it? I think it is. Is it their first day? I yeah. think it is. Cause I guess it is. They don't know. I think it's their first day. I mean, it's clearly pretty early on in their newsying right career correct but yeah i don't know if it's actually their very first day because it's like they don't seem confused about like where to go right or what to do they just are not good at being newsies yeah being a newsie when david wants to be a journalist feels the same as those regal commercials that are like start your career in the movie industry i'm like no and you're like put no that's not i mean like i'm sure like quentin tarantino worked at a blockbuster and whatever sure. but like they're not the same. Yeah. It's like encouraging someone to go work at Barnes & Noble so that they can jump their jumpstart their career as a writer. Right. Like... Start your career in the book industry. Join Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Like, it's... Technically true. Technically true. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah. But that's all I have for, for this... Uh, this minute. All right. Well, we have already uh, mentioned our Twitter handle. Yes. Individually, we can be found on Twitter. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. And until tomorrow... Soak them for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.